What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Political Panda program. Of course, if you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button, follow on Twitter and Truth Social, and of course, please do consider checking out all the articles down below, as always. So, of course, yesterday I told you a uh, bit about the newest uh, debt disaster, or debt deal disaster, hitting the U.S., we're going to wait a few, or at least until tomorrow, to fully give a major update on that story. Uh, but of course, if you uh, didn't hear all about that, of course, uh, you can always go back to yesterday's program. But of course, we got new news of the day. Right now, Target is in a bit of a, uh, is in a, bit of a stock spiral. They're having a bit of a bit of something tragic, some would say, uh, happening to them, as uh, they've already, within the last just week, already their stock and market cap has dropped by $12 billion, meaning that their stock has gotten to the lowest, has now gone to the lowest point since about, you know, the beginning of 2020 when the virus first hit and everybody was, you know, having to close down. Well, according to uh, M MSNBC, apparently boycotting Target because... You know, you uh, you you don't think you know people should wear you know you don't think dudes who think they're ladies should wear women's swimsuits and with tucking features or just at all. Well, apparently you're literally terrorist. You're 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 literally just committing terrorism. Uh, so here's that. When Target caves into this then it says that the moment you threaten the employees of even a very large corporation, you get to control its policies. This is economic terrorism, literally terrorism, creating fear among the workers and forcing the corporations to sell the things you want and not sell the things you don't. So, Oh no, it's not like literally leftist activists have been doing this for the past 20 years, or at least the past five. Oh no, oh no, did people threaten people with violence and, or not even, there was literally no violence threatened. By the way, the bomb threat, not a, not a, not any conservatives, violence against employees, once again, not us, coming from literally not us, none of it is us, we're just saying, hey, you know, we're just finally actually saying something. No, no one is used to actually any conservatives or anybody actually standing up and saying, you know, we're just not, we're just not going to take this anymore. You know, like, what if we just, you know, like, like, what if we, what if we just, you know, like, actually said, hey, let's boycott these things. Like, what if we actually did that and instead of, you know, not... <laughs> Not just sit around and actually just completely, you know, give money to people that don't even like us. I think, obviously, there's still many of us who, you know, there's certain things that we just can't, but genuinely, we're creating two different economies where, you know, you're going through two different ways of actually being able to, uh, you know, actually do things. So, of course... We'll have to wait and uh, see how this turns out for uh, for us all. Well, a fun new study came out. Man, I sure do love studies, but they, they are a lot of fun. 
they, they are a lot of fun. So a, a new study is coming out of the University of Bern in Switzerland uh, in which those who partake in far-left activism are more likely to exhibit narcissistic personality traits and psychopathic tendencies. Researcher Alec Patrans and Anne uh, found many... Uh, found that many activists do not believe what they purport to stand for and are simply using the cause to prop up their own perceived moral superiority and social standing. What? You're telling me that a lot of the people who are who are absolutely having uh, so much fun, you know, uh, burning things down to the ground and... Yeah, all for these things that they a lot of them don't actually believe what they say and are just convincing them of such a thing. That's ridiculous. That would be crazy. In particular, they argued certain forms of activism might provide provide them with certain opportunities of positive self-presentation and displays of moral superiority to gain social status, dominate others, or to gauge in social conflict. Man, man, you know, there's there's definitely never been, like, a really... She, she's, like, really, really popular. Ah, you know, it's just slipping my tongue. You know, she's really popular. You know, she became really popular for, you know, literally no reason besides, you know, not going to school and sitting outside with a sign multiple, you know, for weeks and weeks on end. You know, she still does this whole, like, striking thing for some, you know, like, planet. It's, like, super far out. You know, you, you probably wouldn't understand. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the pair have completed a number of studies on left-wing activism, including uh, one which argued that those who uh, took part in LGBTQ protests were more likely to exhibit pathological narcissism, which can be described as an exaggerated sense of uniqueness, immodesty, and a desire for high praise by other. Yep, that's, uh, that's what happens. It's, it's, it's crazy. Crazy how that works. Cray, cray, crazy how that works. Because, obviously, we all know what's happening. Okay, if, you, if you've heard any of the different TikToks that go viral on Twitter, if you've heard the different things that you hear from actors all the time you know we shared something from jane fonda yesterday you know fucking craziest person i've ever heard in which she goes well you know all the all the problems and all the you know climate change it's white men we just need to lock up all the white men okay we just just get rid of the white you know they're they're just hurting all the minorities they've been just doing this for too long and it's just ridiculous and so of course everybody looks at her and goes are you okay? At least a majority of us look at her and go, "Are you? Are, are you? You okay? Are Are you like do 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 we need to call someone?" But of course, of course, we all know that, especially over the last, you know, at least five to six plus years now, at least since Barack Obama was president, so well over six six plus years, you know, even eight at this point. People in our country have been conditioning people to completely just hate white people. Now listen, I'm not going to sit here on a high horse and say, oh, woe is me, because that's not who I am. I don't want to be that kind of person. But it is true. Solving racism doesn't mean introducing a new form of racism. 
that's that's not it's not what you do to reunite like peoples of races. That's that's not that's not what you it's not what you do. You get to a point where you treat everyone the same. You kind of get to a point when you don't even think about color at all. You don't even really notice it. You just go, oh, it's another person. You know, that's that's another human being. That's another person with a life. You know, they're doing things. Like, I, I, I don't... The only time I start to notice people's races is when people bring it up to me. I go, oh, okay, I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's cool. I mean, I, I learned more about you, but, you know, I really wasn't... It wasn't what I was concerned with. It's... It, it, <laughs> I just, I don't understand it, because obviously, no, I just, the idea of having to bring up people's races for diversity reasons or whatever all the time, to me, is just not something, not something anyone should ever focus on, it's just not, not really anything that I think most should be concerning themselves with, because, you know, this kind of contagion leads up to something from this. So this is from The New Yorker, and, you know, th this, is, this is how you know our society has gone full just silly. Like, just full out, just it's not serious anymore. This is a real article by a real person. We're not a serious society. Okay, you're not going to believe this title when I say it, because it sounds so stupid. The Rise of Latino White Supremacy. That's that's just that's that's actually just not a possible thing that could actually happen. It's, it's just not. It is genuinely not a thing that could actually take place or happen, because that sounds like the stupidest fucking thing. I have ever heard. Okay, the entire idea behind white supremacy is that it should be a movement only done by, you know, white people. Or like, there's black supremacy, there's Latino supremacy, there's Asian supremacy. There's all of those things. They exist, especially black supremacy. It's it's on the rise. But it's not something where all of a sudden, you know, these people who are racist towards other races were like, you know, we need some diversity in here. We should get a we should get a Mexican white supremacist. We should get a we should get an African white supremacist. We should get an Asian white supremacist. Like that's not no person in these places has had that thought ever seriously. The only people who have ever had a thought like this are people who are making a joke or making something that sounds so stupid that you would laugh at it because no one would take you seriously. No one. No one. No one. For one, what's funny is right here at the very top of the article, obviously it's talking about the uh, man who uh, uh, shot eight people at an outlet mall in Allen, Texas. Then he was shot and killed by an off-duty police officer because of the white supremacist views, which doesn't make any sense. He's not. He's 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 not white. He's therefore not a white supremacist. In a diary and online, many were shocked that he was Latino. In fact, Latino white supremacy isn't an oxymoron. No, it is. It, it is. This is just not possible. It, it is physically, on so many levels, it is not possible for anyone that is not white to be white supremacist. 
there can be a there can be a Latino Nazi, but you could have maybe a different view where he still thinks that Jews are you know bad, but he thinks that like Mexicans are on top instead of it being all oh, the Aryan race like with the German Nazis. You know, it could be something different. It's it's just. I just I don't. I just I don't. There, it's just not not at all possible. In any way, shape, or form. So truly, this is just absolutely the dumbest fucking thing. You could. It's just. Not in any way possible for a person of this skin color to be a white supremacist. I'm sorry, it's just not something that can happen. Of course, you know, idiots, you know, don't just take the form of, you know, news outlets like the in uh, the New Yorker. They also take place right in, on the television screen with such uh, genius people like Sonny Austin. And... Which, uh, well, she says uh, some very important, uh, very great things. Uh, apparently, you know, white women, I'm terribly sorry for what you guys must go through for having to vote Republican uh, because, man, that must be tough. I, I have a different, I have a similar theory, and, and it's borne out when you look at the studies and when you, when you read books like... Uh, it's a book that came out a long time ago about she owned owned property as well, meaning white women owned slaves as well. Um, I, I think that women. But by, by the way, the, the first person, the first recorded person in America to own slaves was a, a black man. Just... And white women in particular want to protect this patriarchy here because it's to their benefit. Yeah. They want to make sure that their husbands do well. They want to make sure that their sons do well. They want to make sure that their children do well. And they want to make sure that they do well. Most is it, so it's patriarchal now to want to, you know, protect your husband and son and you know, people that are close and, you know, oh, crap, guys. Are you telling me that, 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 that women would care for men? Oh, fucking gross. Imagine. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Disgusting. Caring about other men and, you know, ah, oh, terrible. Just terrible. It must be patriarchy affecting their mind. Gotta give them some good old hearty feminism. Mm. Most of the women in some of these studies are married white women. And they do fall in line with what their husbands are doing. What their, how well, their what husbands are voting. Do you attribute the Cuomo, continued Cuomo support among women, female voters or mm -hmm. Bill Clinton support? I think, I think the part of that... Oh, thank you. That's nice. <laughs> I have a fear uh, for I think, one. I, I think, I think part, part of that is, is to Joy's position. They think that those, uh, the, the policies of, let's say, a Clinton is going to, yes. is, is in line with their policies. I think with white female Republicans, you have a Republican Party that is taking away your health right to decide for but yourself. An, you have all of these there's things. There's an actual quote in this article, one of the women. people interviewed, who says, I think Trump's an idiot. I hate him as a person. <laughs> Jeez. But I'm concerned about the economy. I can barely afford to live. <laughs> I went to college. Was, I have yeah, a degree. No, but I, I, my family is, are these people where if your 401k went down... Yeah, so, like, here's the, the thing. Like... <laughs> 
would you rather have Trump in office and an actual, like, great, like, you may not like Trump at all, but there's a better economy then? Or would you rather have Biden right now, as it is, where the economy is literally teetering on disaster, World War Three is almost around the corner, China, nuclear war could be on its way, or would you rather have a strong economy where the Ukraine war didn't happen? It didn't happen in the first place. None of this even had to start. There were many choices in 2020, and clearly, you know, something has happened to the point where now that decision was made, and so now we've moved on. Now we're here in 2023. Most of us realize, okay, the dead body in the White House is literally rotting at its core. Kamala Harris is terrible at this. No one likes her, except for the people who only like her because she's black that's it. They don't actually know what damn thing she's done because she doesn't do anything. She is America's useless person because she doesn't do anything. You and I, the people actually down here, do more than Kamala Harris has done in a day than she's done in the last three years being in the White House. She has done literally nothing. I guarantee you a six-year-old can do more to actually care about the border and could learn more about AI than Kamala Harris has learned in her entire life. A, the six-year-old would have actually read the story and would have actually, you know, at least come prepared with words to say. Not just, I am, I love Venn diagrams. I love school buses. I love talking about water policy. A six, that, those are six-year-old level things where an actual, someone else could replace her job and you could genuinely not even tell a difference. That's how much of a useless person she has been. Same thing with Joe Biden. He is literally a dead man who makes the wrong choices every fucking time that gets more people killed, more people left behind. It just gets worse and worse and worse. You go, okay, they have these obvious choices here. Okay, hopefully they'll make them. And they fucking blew it. Okay, okay, let's try this again. And they blew it again. Okay, um... It's genuinely shocking how Biden just hasn't gotten like every American killed yet. But uh, granted that things have, you know, there's still a whole nother, you know, more than a year to go. I, you know, I'm I'm, I'm kind of speaking too soon on whether he'll get us all killed. Like genuinely, this is the time I want the bus to stop, but the bus driver's not stopping. So um, yeah. I think the thing is, I don't really know how much, you know, I, I really need to actually like the candidate at this point, as I just, okay, if I elect you in, can you actually do your fucking job? Can you actually make America a place that people want to live and not want to literally go or, like, actually suffer through some other place of authoritarianism and socialism just to live a better life. Like, just cut down on spending, cut down on these things, actually have good foreign policy, and I think a lot of these problems could be solved. <laughs> it's perplexing that, that these are so hard, but I, I guess it's just ridiculous. You know, I, it's, it's too hard, guys. It's too, too hard. Hard. Well, AOC is not happy, and she's thinking about even leaving Twitter. 
because, well, she put out a tweet on uh, yesterday saying, FYI, there's a fake account on here impersonating me and going viral. The Twitter CEO has engaged with it, boosting its visibility. It is releasing false policy statements and gaining spread. I am, I am assessing with my team how to move forward. In the meantime, be careful what you see. Uh, of course. What is AOC talking about? So AOC is talking about this fantastic, fantastic account called <laughs> Alexandro Carcio Cortez Press Release Parody. Keep in mind, it says parody on the account. I don't know, but the fact that she's telling you that it's not a real, uh, a real account... And by literally just telling you, that, like, hey, like, obviously it's not me. If you can't tell it's not the real account, I'm sorry, but you're a little silly. Okay, it says the word parody in the actual tag. It says parody in the Twitter bio. It doesn't have the same amount of followers that AOC has. The color of the check mark is literally a different color. Like, if you can't tell, it's it's not AOC's actual account, I actually can't help you. Like, I, I, I genuinely don't, don't think, uh, I, I actually don't think uh, anybody is, like, it, it would be shocking if you could actually not tell the difference. So why is why is AOC mad about this? Well, because she doesn't like the fact that this other account that's using pretty much her name is becoming way more popular with people and is genuinely making a majority of people laugh because, you know, she's not very funny. Like, you know, AOC's parody account puts, I'm having my staff report every single tweet that makes fun of me to the DOJ. You know, or just, this might be the wine talking, but I've got a crush on Elon Musk. This did actually get a response from Elon Musk as well. So, uh, uh, if uh, Elon Musk wants to have a chance with me, he'll immediately ban the parody account of me. This is literally not funny. Uh, to make windmills more effective when the wind doesn't blow, we should have helicopters hover over each other and keep them turning year-round. The thing with AOC's parody account is some of the tweets really don't even seem like parodies because I can imagine some of the some of like the things like it would actually just be things that you know she would like say like printing money is the only way out of inflation it's literally from a few days ago just just from 4 hours ago as of me recording this if congress would have passed my 93 trillion dollar green new deal inflation would be at 0.00% knowing her terrible fucking math that sounds like something she would say uh i mean seriously seriously some of the things in here are just ridiculous but there's just so so good What's also funny is the actual AOC parody account has been blocked by uh, AOC herself, so that's good. <laughs> if you want to know why my account lost its blue checkmark, that's easy. Me and Elon Musk broke up. Thank God uh, we we made up. I got my blue checkmark back in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> 
man, dude, it's... So clearly everything is, uh, is going, uh, is going well. It's time we stop spending taxpayer money and start spending the government's money. So, uh... So, uh, yes. Truly, if you do want to have a good laugh and you can actually, and you do, like, understand, uh, some of, like, the actual, like, sort of parody to it, then, um... You, of course, really have to actually uh, understand. What's funny is, she even the parody account quote retweeted the original tweet that I read, uh, read you from AOC and says, I can't believe someone would do that to us. Yeah, man, what a, what a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's it's a great account. If you, if you need some fun on Twitter and... You, you understand some of the stuff. It is worth the follow. It is some of the funniest shit I've seen. As it's just... It's just so stupid, but yet it's so funny as... Just something that's just so dumb, but yet some of the stuff genuinely sounds like stuff that AOC would say. Well, America... We're, we're, uh, we're heading on a bit of a decline. As, um... Well, obviously, if you know anything about America at this point in time, America is having a lot fewer kids than it did. And, well, in terms of raw percentage or of numbers, well, the age pyramid of the United States is looking less like a pyramid and more like an upside-down onion or a vase. America, right now has more people in their 60s than we do under the age of 10. Uh, so, pretty much, in 2020, there were 73.1 million children under 18, down 1.4% uh, from the 74.2 uh, million in 2010. The biggest decline, however, was upon, among the under age 5 group, whose population share dropped by 8.9%. Every year, every person, every year we're having fewer and fewer children. Like, genuinely, it is actually getting to the point where now people under five, it's just becoming whoosh, gone. Like, the, the number of children should be absolutely massive compared to the people who are older because as you actually get older... You know, the, the line should obviously begin decreasing a lot more, but the actual, you know, bottom should be very rock solid of the amount of, you know, children and the actual amount of people that when they get old enough and then are actually working can then help pay actually like social security, all those things to actually make those pyramid schemes, you know, work. You have to actually keep having children in order for those to work. I know that's crazy to think about. But it's sad to say this, but, um, yeah, no, literally, if we actually don't either just get rid of Social Security or actually go through and fix it, uh, literally, we are, none of the people down here, like, even my parents, who are almost 60 right now, alright, they literally will be able to not even have, like, Social Security for all that long until it's literally run out. And then they'll have to, like, increase benefits or have to pump even more money back into it. And then, 
for me, all the way down towards the bottom of the pyramid still, I'm, I'm probably not even going to get any, which I'm fine with if it means that we can just absolutely get rid of it altogether because really it's not helpful to anyone anymore as it's just not good for anyone. Well, lastly, before we finish off for today, so a lot of the Jan 6 writers are getting, of course, lengthy sentences for some of the stupid shit they did. Some of them deserving, some of them not so much, you know, when you weren't even there, but you get 16 years. But other than that, the Department of Justice has been regularly requesting that January 6 convicts pay thousands of dollars in fines to offset the haul of money that some of them have raised through crowdsourcing. According to a report from the AP, the DOJ believes it's entitled to this money because of the many dependents have pled guilty to the charges against them and the agency does not want any uh, guilty party to be able to profit from criminal behavior. So, uh, yes, if you have, uh, so at this point, if you, uh, are raising money for these things and you, uh, plead, don't plead guilty then, let them just find you guilty because, uh, then, uh, you maybe won't have the DOJ breathing down your back to, you know, take, uh, $25,000 from you or, you know, $16,000 from you, you know, or, you know, money to help pay for your court thing if, you, you want to maybe keep that money or whatever or, you know, maybe be able to use that for more, you know, in court. Well, then uh, you better just don't plead guilty so that uh, the DOJ won't try to come take that money. Anyway, that is going to do it for today's program. Of course, if you haven't already, please consider hitting that subscribe button. Follow down below on Twitter and True Social. Check out the Substack and, of course... Check out all the articles down below, and of course, I'll see you guys tomorrow for the Wednesday, or not Wednesday, man, it's, fuck, man, I'm, I'm so off-kilter because I've only done two shows this week, but of course, tune in tomorrow for the Thursday edition of the program, of course, have a grand and great rest of your day.